This is the Mighty Quinn. Warning, you guys. This podcast is explicit. Yes. It is adult content. Yes. It's not for kids. The views and opinions are by us and nobody else. So, if you're looking for something without adult content, I suggest you go somewhere else. Bye now. Welcome back to the one and only, yeah, that's right, the only podcast of the Uinda Basin. Yeah, I, 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 I am your host of the Uinda Basement, the Mighty Quinn, coming to you from the armpit of Utah, the Uinta Basin. And I bring to you, co-hosting tonight, Jason Mother Trucker Osler. What's going on? What's happening out there in New Orland? Well, I tell you what, it's a good Monday night. We got two Monday night. We got two Monday night football games. Double header right now. We get yeah. We got the six and seven Raiders taking on seven and six Cleveland Browns. So oh. I'm not I'm not driving tonight. I'm sitting. At, I'm at home tonight, yeah. and so I'm sitting in front of my big screen TV watching football, talking to you. <laughs> Hell yeah! Driving an old Cerveza, or you you sitting <clears throat> back with a little whiskey, ice, and water, a little old fashioned tonight. What do we got going on, uh, Mister no, Osler? Well, I didn't have I didn't have time to mix the drink. Well, we we started out talking about this on doing the sound check. Next thing you know, we're in the middle of it. So. Yeah. No, I'm just no. We don't have any cervezas or spirits tonight. We're going to try and do this sober. After <laughs> that long podcast and we was slobbering drunk and stumbling all over ourselves, we'll figure we'll try one. This. So we're not driving and we're not drinking. So. Damn it! Where's pretty, all the commotion going to come from? Or we're going to get a little, yeah, go, you son of a bitch. Run, (laughs) fucker, run. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded pretty goddamn boring tonight. (laughs) Uh, Well, what else do you do when it's so goddamn miserably cold outside? I woke up this morning, and we're looking at uh, seven degrees here in Ballard. Holy shit. Yeah, my nipples got hard, and I cut glass with them. Oh, God, you're going to make me homesick. Because it was, it was like thirty-five to forty degrees here today in the in the shitty city, but the air was so thick you could you could cut it with a knife. It was awful day, but all our snow that we got last week kind of melted down a little bit. So it's kind of nice. Ah, man, <clears throat> I just got smelling uh, some smoke in in the podcast room, and I uh, burned one of the cushions. <laughs> Oh. On the heater. Oh shit! He can't, do that. Let, let, can't let Quinn play with fire. He welds shit. <laughs> <laughs> burn down your goddamn podcast booth there. Yeah, we won't be getting <laughs> don't another burn one. Up. Won't be getting another don't, one. Don't be burning up those three wheelers I saw in the background there. Well, yeah, those those death machines. Those things are worth cashola anymore. No, next time I come, we're going to take those things out. I'm going to go ride them. Yeah. Pop some willies. <laughs> yeah, pop pop some willies. Go to the ER. Do something. Shit, you could probably still drive them. I have to teach everybody to drive them now because uh, the one's got a clutch. Like, what, oh, the, hell, yeah. what the hell is that? <laughs> so, 100 years ago, oh, shit, this would have been 1982, four, somewhere around in there. God, we are going back we in had, time. My, do you, do you want me yeah, to? Yeah, this, well. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I had a, I had a, I mean, I'm sure most people haven't had a near death experience on one of those things, but I had oh, yeah. a near death experience on one of those. So the lady, there was a lady taking care of my grandma, home health care lady, and I was out ripping around out there on the farm on the tree wheeler, and this lady, of course, she's a lady, but she's probably 21, 22, you know, I was like seven or eight. But anyway, mm-hmm. she, uh, she says, I'm going to, let me drive it, let me drive it. And like, all right. So we're, she's driving around, and I'm sitting on the back, and we're going down. We've got an old oil location, uh, by our house, just, you know, just right there by our house. We're going, I remember we we're going down that road, and I keep looking down, and she's getting closer and closer to the edge of the road. And she went off the road and catapulted us into the, fucking rock yeah they had to build the road up they brought in all kind of they brought in two foot you know one and two foot wrap rocks wrap is a industry term but please explain mr jason also. yeah yeah <laughs> anyway just still rock is what they just had to build up build it up build the road to get that location there the first truck that pulled off into that field of the stuck to the something the doors but anyway I just remember that on that three wheeler, man. He put us in the ditch, and I went hit face first in face first into the rocks. And oh, damn! <laughs> couldn't couldn't see out of one eye for about two weeks. <laughs> so, oh uh, my god! I uh, we had this hill over by my mom and dad's house, and we called it Defeat Hill, and it's because we couldn't defeat it. it had such big boulders on it, and. Three wheelers kick ass in the sand and and dune dirt, but uh, you get those big boulders and it uh, tends to lose its traction. And they don't roll back down the hill so well. They kind of come down on top of you and over you, and you get tangled in them. Well, oh d- god, dumbass me! I I climb the goddamn hill, get five foot from the top, and I start digging out. Well, I decide I'm going to back up. I'm going to. Just let the gravity take me back down. I'm just going to steer straight. <laughs> oh, my good hell. Gravity took a hold of me. I looked like a NASCAR car driver coming back down that hill. But <laughs> I didn't want to hurt my three-wheeler, so I'm going to ride it out. That son of a bitch rolled over top, time again over me. It had a dent, and I put a new uh, fuel tank on this one. But the other one's yeah. got a pretty good dent from Quinn's head. And I think... Uh, the feeling was mutual. I mean, uh, I still have a little bump on my head from scar tissue. But when I got oh my ho- when I got home, my sister goes, "God, you look like you've seen a ghost." And I was like, uh, "I don't feel too good, you know." And I had all these cuts and abrasions on me. She chased me around with uh, Benadryl spray. They used to have it, and you could put it on your cuts. And that shit burned. It was like iodine when your parents used to give it to you. I remember her pinning ben, me down. She, Bene, Benadryl spray. Really? Yeah. And I I didn't need it. I just wanted to lay down. She chased me around with this goddamn spray. And she's five years older than me. And I was probably 10 at the time, you know, 10, 11 years old. Pin you down and <laughs> beat the shit out of you, you know. That's. <laughs> Not like that old that old first aid spray that would come in the can. Like yeah. Pudding. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh good hell! That was, that was like spraying. That was like spraying gasoline, like pure alcohol into an open wound. Oh yeah, it sucked. <laughs> I am not going to lie about that one. Oh my hell! Yeah, uh, too funny. So who, who's winning the old game right now? You know what? The the, the Browns just scored. So it's thirteen fourteen Cleveland. It was a pretty good. This game started at three o'clock. Uh, Nick Mullins started uh, for Mayweather tonight. Mayfield. 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 Mayweather. Yeah. I'm, I'm going boxing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Baker. Yeah. Baker He's, Mayweather. He was our Niners. <laughs> our Niners uh, backup quarterback last year. Third string started. <laughs> we had a great year. Speaking. Speaking of third stringers. I'm glad you brought that up. All righty. Because I got to go Utah State Aggies all the way. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Utah State, baby. Oh. Oregon State, another Pac-12 team going down to the Mountain West. Oh, shit, yeah. Woo, woo. Oh, hell yeah. BYU didn't seem to play it off too well. I don't think BYU showed up, but I don't care about BYU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I did watch part of that game, and it didn't, it didn't look like BYU wanted to be there. Uh, but that I can't think of another team. University of Alabama, something U Alabama Birmingham or something like I can't uh-huh. not something like that. I can't remember. But the Aggies they started out rough, man. That <laughs> Oregon takes they get the kickoff. They go down. And they scored under a minute. Like oh shit, this is gonna be a long day. Yeah, and and then they came back. Uh, the uh, the bowl. It was the uh, first time the Jimmy Kimmel the L.A. Bowl, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. The first time it's played, Aggies take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, that team, that team is something else. They went from one and five last year. Of course, last year sucked for all sports and all concerts and all. Oh yeah, shit. Fucking fucking everything but they went from one and five to 11 and three conference champions won the won the conference bowl game win over pac 12 all this with a new coach uh-huh. their coach uh blake anderson came from arkansas yeah. brought a couple of players with him uh the quarterback logan bonner now Lo- oh, so third string so Logan Bonner, who's mm-hmm. been setting all kinds of records this year, he's been getting hurt like every game. I don't know why, but he just kept getting hurt, kept getting hurt. So he 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 goes out first half, gets a tweaks his knee, goes out. Mm. They bring in third string uh, Cooper Lagos, uh-huh. Cooper yeah Lagos Lego Lagos. Third string first play out of the gate, sixty five yard touchdown. Wow, <laughs> third string. So they win it with a third string quarterback. Oh shit. So yeah. And they weren't picked to do shit in their conference because they did so terrible last year. Uh-huh. They were like picked to get fifth in their conference, which is like in the middle of the pack, but eleven and three, new coach, thirteen quarterback, uh fucking domination. That's so awesome. we're for the Aggies this year. They're finally getting a good program back together, so you tough state. Aggies all the way. Aggies all the way. That's awesome. But yeah, uh, so the youth, though, coming up in the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. when's that game? Is that, uh, is that New Year's? That's New Year's. Where's Rose Bowl? Rose Bowl New is New Year's. Holy Christ. I see people selling those tickets. They're like, hey, it was 600 bucks a ticket. Holy 400 shit. Bucks. I, my God. It'll be on TV for free. Yeah, that. <laughs> that's no oh, shit. Oh, oh, interception! Long uh, ball, long ball. <laughs> oh, Raiders! Raiders lost the ball again. Poor Raiders. I guess I could pull it up on my app here if you want. We get both feeds, huh? <laughs> that's yeah, good. everybody's like, everybody's like, no way to talk about a game that was three days ago, you dickhead. But <laughs> <laughs> I got a little bit of shit on the on the other side of the beehive and shout out to those guys today. But, uh, um, they brought us up and, and you went to basin podcast, uh, you went to basement. I'm sorry. I always have to correct myself and it's my own podcast, but, uh, uh, they brought us up about, uh, keeping a, an episode in the hole. And uh-huh. they're like, how do you do that? When you're talking about stuff, things are not current. And, and we do do that all the time. You know, we've talked about football games and whatnot, and I don't even pay attention to that on their kind of podcast because sometimes other podcasts are two weeks behind, you know, and, and yeah. what they're talking about, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. So it's it's history, but you get to still listen to it. But the reason why I do it is to make sure, you know, people have lives. Uh, podcasts don't pay bills, you know, and they don't get to spend time with their families when you're podcasting. So it's easier for me to say, you know what, go and do what you need to tonight. This is not pressing. And we got one in the hole. If we need to take a day off, we need to take a day off. But we'll just keep putting them out, you know. Yeah. That way I'm not in a bind. So, yeah. Just to rub it in their face a little bit, uh, Justin Simmons and Angel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wish Justin would have been there that night. I'd like to have met him. Yeah. He's like a cool kid. Yeah, he's he's pretty stellar to talk to. He's a fun guy. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, right on. What's yeah. going on with the holidays? Holidays coming up. Got what? This Christmas coming up. Yeah. Holy shit. Christmas right around the corner. The Yucatan. 
Peninsula. Ooh. I'm Ooh. way good ecstatic for that. You know, I I ordered my own Christmas gifts today, and it's like uh, boy swimwear. <laughs> 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 aqua, aqua shoes and everybody's like what the hell <laughs> yeah they're gonna spend some time in some of that good seawater down there i'd imagine that i wish i was going down there really. oh yeah it's gonna be a good time i'm excited for it you know i've got 10 days to play and that's another reason why we record these extra ones so that uh we can at least have something every week but yeah uh, um as far as Christmas, it's just uh, me and the wife for Christmas Day, um, and my kids are both going different places, so we'll see my grandson Christmas morning. We'll go spend some time, have a drink a cup of coffee over there, watch him open his gifts. You know, God, you know our, I don't know if this goes on everybody, but man, our Christmases and our family stuff is not like it used to be. Oh, no. You know, all the cousins and stuff and traveling, but God, that my grandma passed away. Of course, we haven't been with any of my cousins in 20 something years, but you drift. Grandma passed away. Yeah, you drift. And then, plus, you know, it seems like the grandmas are the ones that hold it together sometimes. They did. And I got thinking of this, and I think it's the baby boomers era that's trying to hold on to this, and we were the ones to kind of let it go because. You know, the Sunday dinner at Grandma and Grandpa's house? It doesn't exist. I mean, some families out here still do it. They were like, we eat my mom's on Sundays. But, and I remember doing that when we were first married, and then we just drifted. It's too hard to get both parents out working every day and get the kids to school to want to come home and do something at night. It's like, I'm tired. So your weekends become... God, I just want to lay around. I don't really want to go out there today. I, You know, and, and it's nothing against the families. It's just like you said out in the city. We run, 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 run all the time. And so yeah. when you get that time off to relax, you're like, I got some time to myself. I don't want to share. I'm selfish. But you think about the entertainment of what our grandfathers had back in the turn of the 1900s, you know. That's what they looked forward to was church on Sunday. Yeah. They, they, they weren't watching football games. They got together <laughs> with their family. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we've changed so much, and that's the uh, the evolution of mankind. But uh, and I think we're <laughs> we're just seeing a, a a new near new era to where kids and families don't get together, cousins don't get together. Yeah, I've got a couple. Of, one of my friends, uh, my buddy Colby, that I work with all the time. He, he, like him and his family are kind of old school. They do it all the time. There's cousins and stuff come over. Now my yeah. parents, they do, they do breakfast. They, they do Sunday breakfast every Sunday. With my dad makes the sour makes sourdough waffles and mm-hmm. everything. I but it's just my sister and her husband and their two kids out there. And every now and again, my nephew Wyatt and his wife uh, Reagan, they come out and they eat breakfast with them. I think, but that's kind of been their thing. You know, Sunday waffles. Matter of fact, I'll, if I call them on Sunday, I can't call before. I got a call before ten thirty because if you call around ten ten thirty, they go, "We got to get going. We got waffles going on." So that's <laughs> kind of their thing. <laughs> that's kind of their thing is they uh, they at least do Sunday breakfast. Yeah, but other than that, it's you know it's it's just go 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 and oh yeah. Um, but what the hell was I somewhere going to? But the uh, but the, as far as the cousins and stuff coming out, I think. You know, part of it now is people go different. There's so much different. So, like, people leave, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my buddy Tom, who's from Idaho. Well, his family lives in Idaho. He lives clear to hell over in Pennsylvania working for, he got a job clear over in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Over by Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, he's 2,500 miles away. He can't come home for Sunday brunch and or whatever and. And, uh, and so him and his wife and kids, they all, so, I mean, people just move on and I don't know, it's, 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 and it's harder and harder to keep relationships, even if it's just your, just your friends or oh, not even great. like some, some people's brothers and sisters don't even talk. Yeah. God. No, I understand that 100%. They all went different ways. Um, we all have different spouses. We all have different kids and, and what their interests are. And, and you kind of just drift. And then, 
you might meet up for a social awkward dinner with your parents once a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I'm smiling this whole entire time and I have no idea why. Yeah, no kidding. I remember uh, last, it was, I think it was like last summer, summer before we was at camp and my, my niece Riley, she showed up and, and like, and my brother was there, you know, obviously. And, and uh, she came like after the fact or no, wasn't camp. Anyway, it was something we were doing. Anyway, she showed up and he's like, Hey, how you doing? Oh, good, Daddy. Yeah, good to see you. Good to see you too. Like, my God, act like you're no perfect strangers or whatever. <laughs> hey, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Yeah. You know, like, oh my God. But yeah, it's just crazy how how she's changed lately. Uh, my grandparents, um, my grandparents died, and the families don't get get, to, get together at all anymore. They were the rocks, and I mean. And if your parents are not the ones that hold everything together and, and just go and visit everybody, and that's what my parents were doing. They were visiting their parents until they died. And so, yeah. and, you know, I mean, it, it got to the point where you're like, okay, well, you guys hold it together. You guys make a plan, and we'll be there. And it just never gets made anymore. So I yeah, end, up, I end up being the rock of the family at my place. Yeah, so. and, oh, I vended out loud, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, you know, now, you know, I'm sure a lot of people go through this, but pretty soon, you know, I, I, I talked about having those people we were friends with from Wyoming and, uh, you know, but you, it's hard to keep relationships and, and, but if you're the only one trying, pretty soon you get done trying, yeah, you, you get tired you of up. it. You give up. He's like, all right, you know what? And I've done that with a lot of people. Say, so, hey, yeah, let's see, see who calls me. Mm-hmm. So, no, it, so I got it a, goes both ways. Yeah, and I've got a couple. You know, I got two or three people that call. You call me. I call you. You call me. Yeah. You know, Tony, uh, the big Tony Olson. He he calls me. Big trucking dog Tony Olson. He listens. Shout out to him. Tio. Uh, he listens. He's hauling his pipe and stuff back and forth, Texas, Utah, to Idaho, whatever the hell he's doing. So shout out to big Tio Olson. Oh hell yeah! Um, he calls me quite a bit. We we BS back and forth a lot. But That's good. God, you, God, you know, just sometimes you just you get tired of trying. It's like, all right, I'm done. So it's what it is. People move on. You move on. And oh yeah, but I, I actually talked to uh, Reg Labrum last night. No kidding. How's Reg? God, I haven't seen Reg in a hundred years. Oh, he lives down there in Tooele, but uh, are they? Uh, yeah. He, Doing swell. I says, you want to go on the podcast? He's like, not until after Christmas. And I was like, that sounds just like Rich. <laughs> got to wait for my Christmas holidays to get over. <laughs> All right. Oh, I God. says, I'll make sure that I get you on, and Jason Osler will be a part of that one. Just to make you feel comfortable, we can make a phone call so you don't have to make the trip. And so he, he was good with that. And I said, we promised we won't swear. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck are you, Reg? <laughs> God. Yeah, poor Reg, man. He, oh, Eric Dirt, Reggie's dirty laundry out, but he had he had some troubles. Yeah, a couple years ago, I felt bad for that. That was a bad deal. Yeah. By the way, the Raiders three seconds left. They're about to kick a field goal to beat the Browns in regulation, and Browns called timeout. Oh, that's usually how that works. <laughs> it's too bad because that kick was dead on. Dude, <laughs> They're the, about to lose by the games about have to lose been, by two. Games have been great lately, though. Nail biters right to the end of their seat, unless you're the Chiefs and the Raiders. But uh, <laughs> that was a big blowout the other night too. Forty-eight to three. How, how about? Uh, uh, Tampa Bay losing. Oh last yeah, yeah. Night. Oh, not last, was it last night. When was that game? It was last it was night. A ter- it was the Saints. The yeah, the Saints. It was like oh, Saints. God, it was the most awful, most awful game I've ever seen in my life. But they lost. <laughs> they shot them out nine to nothing. Everybody <laughs> picked whatever. the Bucks on uh, the ESPN. What was it? Uh, Sunday night, and yeah. Old Drew Brees, he's up there doing the commentary. He's like, you guys got it all wrong. He says, I know I'm a saint at heart. I'm going with the saints. (laughs) 
And I actually was on board with the Saints on that one. For some reason, Saints sometimes can play a mean game. They surprise you. It's just like the Seahawks. Yeah. But your Cowboys look good. They look like they're uh, they're going to go to the championship games. I hope they can get past the first round of the playoffs. That'd be fun. Cardinals, See that. The Cardinals got beat off their high horse last yesterday, too. Oh, my God. By the Lions. Uh, by the Lions. <laughs> one, one game they've won this year, a draw, and like no, nine losses, no, was it? No, the, the Lions are... They're two eleven and one. Yeah, two eleven and one. <laughs> That's a locker combination. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's somebody's locker comp. Yeah, what's your locker comp? The Lions. Yeah. What two eleven one? Oh shit! All right. <laughs> Heck yeah! And and oh, oh, that's like going in there cocky and you, and you're like, we got this, and pretty much get your tail tucked between your legs and say, all right, get your ass out of here. You lost to the Lions. Yeah, did they oh, play the Detroit, in Detroit? They played in Detroit, too. I think so. I didn't watch it. We had a family. <laughs> families. We had family Christmas party yesterday, and in laws, uh, sister in law, and her husband oh, came nice. over, and the kids, and nieces and nephews. So I watched some football and did this and that. So we had a little. But that's the one after we get done talking about how families don't get together. Yeah, we had family get together yesterday. Yeah. Well, I just got to think about why you were talking about that is we celebrated Christmas on Christmas growing up. We didn't have an extra day. That was for company parties. And now everybody is doing their family Christmas parties, even in me. You know, we're we're doing one on the 23rd uh, for uh-huh. our family, you know. And you're like, but we've, we've extended the holiday out to different days instead of the main holiday itself. And that's when all the families got together. But it did suck growing up that... Here you got all these good toys, and now you got to put them away and go to grandma's house for the afternoon. <laughs> God, yeah. God damn it. I got all this fucking new BB gun, and I can't even use the son of a bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, or me, but growing up, they'd have Christmas like at my dad's because my parents divorced when I was little. And they, so I'd have Christmas at my dad's house, and then either the next day or that afternoon, then I had to load up with my mom and go with her. Then we'd go to Wyoming to my grandma's house. I'd leave all my toys that I got. In Roosevelt, I'd leave all my new toys go to go to Wyoming or vice versa. And oh my god, yeah, or being be away from you know, yeah, it sucks. So, but hey, oh, speaking of company, speaking of nothing being the same, you and you probably know about this, but do companies do companies still take care of their people like they used to? You know, uh, it's Does anybody know? I I can. I could say I've been through, I've worked for the same field for the last 20 years and we've gone uh-huh. through four different companies and the first company I worked for, amazing. May have not paid as much as the rest of the companies, but took care of us. You got a Christmas bonus. You got uh-huh. a ham. You got a new coat. You got a safety bonus to go over to Basin Sports, uh, good gift card to go over there, you know, that goes in the guys' pocket because they work their ass off, you know. Go get you something at at Basin Sports. Buy a gun. Buy this and that. It was way nice. And then the next company came in and said, well, we're going to honor Christmas bonuses this year, but next year we do what we call a red envelope. And, okay, what's red envelope? Well, we open it on February 14th. And give your your uh, spouse a nice bonus check for Valentine's Day, and I says yeah, and say Merry Christmas, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's stretched further and further out with each company. Um, we used to have barbecues once or twice a week, and we're down to we didn't even have a Christmas party this year or a holiday party, whatever they want to be politically correct. But <laughs> fuck them, and you know it's been th- it's been three years like that, and then bonuses are clear back to, I'm going to say tax time, uh, quarterly, they go clear back to into April now, uh-huh. and so in my mind, eventually we're going to lose all that portion of it. We don't have one on one anymore. We're on computers to talk to your bosses in the mornings, 
And I'm not bitching. I got a great job, you know, good benefits. But, uh, you know, I've watched the benefits back off, too. You know, when... I don't want to get political. We're just going to drop stop that right there. I'm not going to go down that route. But, uh, um, yeah, the benefits, they just don't add up to what they used to. You know? Yeah. So, no, I don't think people really care about the family. Um, we used to do yeah. food drives like you wouldn't believe here in the basin and jump right in and help communities out. You know? Yeah. We're seeing a lot less of that. And I think a lot less of that's because the employees aren't, getting the gratitude that they used to because we got big corporate companies in. And that's just larger companies. These smaller ones, you know, they seem to do pretty good. I went to my wife's uh, uh, company party, and it was great. Not a lot of people. We all sat around and talked to each other, and everybody knows each other. You know, had a great time. Had a few drinks, played games, you know. And, yeah, that's what it – that's – Small town, and I mean, she works for one of the older companies that's been here for years. Yeah. So, what's your story? What's your yeah, that, take? That's well, that's that's how it was kind of going off. That's how it was when I when I uh, was in college. You know, I told you the story. I started uh, driving trucks in college, and when I worked for Sharp, and that's how it was. It was a smaller company, uh-huh. and we'd have Christmas parties at one of the local. Uh, are you there? So I was headed. Oh, there you are. Oh, did I lose you? Yeah, you broke up uh, for a minute. Oh, the, we had a anyway. We had local Christmas parties at the Copper Mill, uh-huh. and same thing with Sharp because there wasn't a lot of people. There was probably thirty employees, maybe, maybe anyway, whatever the number was. But same thing. So you get a you get the coat. So if you was there, a new hire, you know, you get coats and stuff or or you get different things they'd give anyway it was a gift you got a gift and they changed but as time went on i mean we would do ski parties and different things we 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 even played city league softball you want to see something comical go get a bunch of long haul truck drivers playing softball that was oh, fun. yeah um but anyway we would uh but as time went on that stuff kind of started slowly drifting, drifting away. And the Christmas parties, the Christmas parties got to be where they were talking, honoring the, the office staff. Like, oh, the office staff, oh, our office staff is so great. And they're like, well, it started offending a lot of the, the drivers. And she's like, wait a minute, this is a trucking company. And you're talking about how great your office staff is. And, but then pretty soon, then the, so we just, you know, we people started to feel not appreciated. Cause like you lost you again. You come there. You are. You come to the sorry. You come to the Christmas party and they talk about uh, the office staff. So we kind of quit going. Mm-hmm. We quit. We quit participating in stuff because that's how it started to get. It started to get bigger and bigger. And I think yeah. that that now, from what I understand, those they they quit doing it. But I. I could be wrong. I I don't know, but but then we I kind of hit on it last week. My wife's company, holy cow! Those those people are awesome. See, she worked for one of the big telecom companies before, and uh, same thing. They quit giving out bonuses Christmas. They got a letter talking about how they weren't going to get Christmas bonuses. Yeah, and it was actually on the news. Like, hey, this this such and such company they've. They sent out a letter talking about but how they're not going to get. I mean, it's on the it was on business news networks and stuff like that. But anyway, her new her new companies are they're a kick. Yeah, they um, they kind of hit on it. We went out and partied with them. Yeah, and these people loved they loved the party. Um, her boss is uh, Josh. He's a cool dude. Uh-huh. He'll, he's he's the guy that takes his card up. He'll buy drinks like the first hour. <laughs> and so, and then uh, her new company that she works with—I don't know where I lost you, but um, uh, you went out and partied with them, and that's about the last. So, oh, so we went out and partied with them one uh, downtown. I told you that story. And the one girl, Maddie, uh-huh. her name's Maddie. The Maddie's riffer. a problem. The roofer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt. Maddie's a problem. 
Okay. She likes like to do shots and call you out for not doing shots. You're just a um, little bitch, Jason Osler. Do shots yeah. with me. Do shots yeah, now. I love yeah, it. She's, she's 26 and she's a problem. Uh, but, <laughs> then there's, but then there's uh, her one friend, Sochi, who Sochi's a kick. She's, a, I, um, she's nice as shit, too. And her, her sister's actually... Um, I shouldn't even mention because I can't think of her name now, but her sister's a stand-up comedian. Um, she's really, she's really fun. Anyway, Missy loves all these people that she works with. So one night we were at a, at a party in Park City and this, her one friend, Elaine, ended up, Elaine drew the shortest straw and she had to sit between me and this other kid, Matt. And Matt is the boyfriend of her, of Missy's friend, Nicole. Uh-huh. And Matt and Matt's a redneck, so he's like us. So uh, for Elaine, she had to sit there in between us and hear about trucking and all this shit for like two hours that night. And so now every time I see her, I have to <laughs> apologize to her. Like, hi, Elaine. I'm, I'm still, I'm still very sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But anyway, so but this company. Um, they take care of their people. Um, oh, Missy's. They they take care of their all a bunch of fun. Yeah. Uh, there's another couple, um, Elysia and Thomas. Thomas is a problem. Uh-huh. Thomas likes to buy shots. He was the one buying the. He's a tequila aficionado, so he likes to drink tequila. Oh, he's a problem. Uh, they're cool <laughs> as shit, though. But this this new company, though, it's like they figured it out. Like they take care of their people. And the people take care of them. That's how yeah. it works. That is how it works. Yeah, yeah. You keep your you keep your morale up, and production's going to stay up. You start they, cutting corners and yeah. thinking you're going to screw everybody over it's, to save a dollar. It's when they bring in more and more people, and those people have to compensate their jobs and micromanage everybody. Is where <laughs> we lose it all. The guy that used to come out and bring a pizza to his guys. It wasn't about mm-hmm. it being a cheap pizza. It's about rubbing elbows with those guys. Those guys work out there for food pretty much when it comes down to it. When you've been with the company for so long, you don't even pay attention to your wages. You're not the one that goes out and said, yeah, I need all the overtime I can. You're just out there working because that's what you do. You're family, family guy, you know? Mm-hmm. But so when they uh, award you with a, a pizza or, you know, just lunch once in a while, it, 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 it pays off. I've seen it. I've, you know, sitting, hell, what do we got? We've been out of school for 28 years. You know, we've been working hand-in-hand for employees for at least 30, you know. You see it over the years, what goes on and what good bosses are like and what their flaws are. Yeah, they, uh, that was my, when I, like I said, when I worked at Sharp, that was the same thing. We'd go play softball. Or whatever we had, that was a blast. Working for that company still got that much fun. Well, see, but I like that. But it, out here, the we just sponsor the same teams. It's not like your company goes out and just company employees play. We we got guys from all around. They make these great big major league softball teams out here in the basin. And it gets to be <laughs> where who wants to go compete? It's all a bunch of jocks up there anymore. Yeah, when we go play. And then uh, after the game, well, first of all, we first of all we pregame. So we were about half we were about half drunk. Or yeah, that's drunk screws, that's that's softball. <laughs> no, we dominated. We actually dominated the baseball yeah. field. We were drunk off our ass half the time. But um, and then we'd go out after, and the thing it was the boss would go out, and he would buy dinner, and he'd buy drinks, and you know he you know he it was a write off. But, <laughs> but it was fun, you know. Yeah. When the boss was when the boss was cool, you would work your guts out for him. You would stay up all night getting from here to Omaha. I mean, this is trucking, and this is twenty something years ago. But back when you trucking was still fun. But you would stay up all night getting to Boise and back, or getting yeah. to Denver, or get, whatever. But you were putting you were working harder for the boss because you felt like you're appreciated by the boss. But then when that shit slowly slips away. The morale goes down, the production goes down, and people are like, fuck you, fuck this, and fuck everything. I don't want, you know what, you don't care about me, I don't care about you. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to do this, 
I'm going to come in, I'm going to put in my eight hours and I'm going home. Yeah. Anything after that, that's, 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 that's the you problem. Yeah. So it's, it's just amazing that, and they, or if it's, you know, uh, finances, like somebody told them, Hey, it's cheaper if you treat your employees like shit, you <laughs> save money if you treat everybody like shit. And they're, Oh, okay. We'll start doing that. Well, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. It saves money. You don't have to buy them coats. You don't have to buy them barbecues and nothing. Yeah, and then they go on to the next company because they're done with that, being treated poorly. And so they, they move on. And with that, you lose your experience. And so they're like, oh, cool. We get a guy that's a lot cheaper now. Yeah, well, you're not going to get the quality yeah. that you got out of the guy that when he thought a lot of you. That yeah, guy's going to be safer. He's going to take care of you. And I, I, yeah, we went through some big layoffs in the last couple of years and, and I saw some true colors, you know, I mean, uh, and other companies gained really well off of people that were, um, pretty much experienced. They might be a little bit slower now, you know, because we all, <laughs> we all age. We're not all 18, you know, yeah. but, your experience talk, but you know, safety always says that older guys get complacent. They do the same things and do the same things. And they're the ones that get hurt. Well, they're also the ones that think ahead, you know, so I'm not going to be ageist on it. It's not, you know, there's sharp kids coming out of school too. Do they need to be paid as much as that older guy? No, get your experience under your belt first. Everybody's got to serve their time. You can't just say, well, I work harder than him. I deserve more money. Yeah. Get your experience behind you too. So. Yeah. In the trucking world though, it's a revolving door. I mean, you could, I mean, uh, a good truck driver will leave you for 25 cents an hour. Yeah. You know, exactly. And, and then I'll go, well, I'm not paying anymore. Well, guess what? You just, you're not paying this guy 25 cents an hour. What's that going to cost you an extra $4 a day? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what are you, what's it going to, what's it going to hurt you? You yeah. just lost, you just lost 15 years of experience mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's going to go over here for 25 cents. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, there's a little more to it than that, but obviously, but I don't know the way, the, the way things are going lately, it's just amazing that, that these companies they don't want any, any you know you hear about it the good old the good old days and you're like oh man I wish we'd known these were the good old days because this sucks now yeah we but all no, I'm self, but everybody I'm self, talks but about it yeah but now I'm self employed so I'm I have my own problem yeah you're I like treat oh, myself, yeah. I treat myself very well <laughs> I have today off and I took the day tomorrow off and <laughs> <laughs> I do whatever I want. I do whatever I want. And I, I take care of myself. I buy my own lunch. <laughs> I buy my own lunch. I take myself to I take myself out to Thai restaurants every now and again. And yeah. I buy my own coats and <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> nope. I work as hard as I want. Yeah, but I know Little there's piece. there's also a, a turning point on that one. Uh a guy that owns his own company is working hundred ten percent of his time. Always looking for that a, next job. I had a oh a couple of years ago. I got hurt, hurt my foot or something, or the stick or some shit thing happened. Anyway, I went to the doctor and they're like, they're like, hey, you need to you need to take a couple of days off to rest. And I'm like, I don't have time to rest. I got this, yeah. this, this, and this. And that doctor, he's so funny. He goes, hey, nobody heals faster than the self-employed. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'll you'll go through a you go through a lot to make sure you keep those paychecks coming in. <laughs> you'll go to work sick, you go to work hurt, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's harder in hell sometimes, but <laughs> that, that always made me laugh. Oh yeah, I had a driller on a rig. I was working Derek's. He turned to me and said, "Boy, if you don't like this job, we got ten people." ready to work before you hit the floor. Basically, if I fall, we've already got somebody hired. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a great job. This is what I want to do for a career. Stuck that one out yeah. for about eight months. Not roughneck material. I, I've learned that, though, too. Is like, you know, lately, back when I started dump trucking and stuff, working seasonal, if you work the seasonal work, you mean you got to make hay while the sun shines. Yeah. And so you come into the wintertime right now where it works not as, as uh, prominent. Typically, this year's these last couple of years have been different. This is not typical of what seasonal work is like. If you live, if you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, but man, we were working. I mean, we would work. We'd work a day shift, then we'd go work a night shift, uh-huh. then we'd go work a day shift, and then we'd go home, sleep that night, and then go back and do it. I mean, we'd, you'd get, so you was getting like six or seven shifts in five days because you just didn't dare take time off. Yeah, and. So I've seen a lot of people do that, though. And so I've kind of got away from that. I've quit trying to work as much because, uh, you know, it's a little bit. It's a little bit different. But I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it with some of my other friends too. That on their, you know, their regular salary jobs, hourly jobs, their regular, you know, they're not self-employed. They work for different companies, but they don't work as hard as they used to. And or as much, you know, go, oh, yeah, I'll work Saturday. Oh, I'll work, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll work, 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 work. Because <laughs> I, and the, the saying goes, they go, hey, if you if you died tonight, they'd have your job posted <laughs> in the health wanted tomorrow. <laughs> you know? We and already got you replaced, buddy. Yeah. And I was kind of like, I kind of had to tell the, the wife that, too. She'd get kind of, I mean, her company was working her to death. And she was staying up late and doing this and that. And I go, I finally told her, I go, who the fuck cares? That, that problem's going to be there tomorrow. And what does it matter? You know? Yeah, they don't they don't pay you more. They don't appreciate you anymore. And if, if, and if you quit today, they'll have your job posted tomorrow. Yeah. So it's not... It's, so we've kind of started doing that a little bit. Not working, trying to work as hard. And hopefully a lot more people are doing that, kind of getting out. It's, you know... Everybody's different, but I hope people are not working themselves right into the graves and be the richest man in the cemetery. Well, you work, 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 and then you die. My dad tells me this every day. They say the average guy that retires, he's got 11 years after that. And you're like, really? oh, that's real promising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, God, I better start retiring now then, I guess. Yeah, no shit. I don't want you got 11 years after you retire? That's the average. The average. As soon as you retire, 11 years. And we've lived our lives for this thing that is sacred to us, that money. You know, we all have our side-by-sides. We all have our fun toys. But you get to third-world countries, and they don't have that shit. Half of them don't even own a car. Yeah. You know, and we live fat on the hog out here. And it humbles me when I do travel because of that. You know, that you go, God, things could be so much more simple. We don't need to live like that, but we constantly got to keep up with the Joneses. You yeah. Know, it's our, it's the American dream. And I don't see it changing. I, I, I got a little story about the American dream, I guess. That's, I'm used to working on uh, American vehicles. And this weekend, yeah. my sister-in-law's got a, a Mercedes well, the battery's dead. It's been parked in our backyard for a couple of months. And my wife finally asked me to go and, hey, can you go check that out? Sure. I get out there and look under the hood. There's not a battery under that son of a bitchin' hood anywhere. So I look around, make sure nobody's watching because Dad's a mechanic. I get on YouTube to look for a goddamn battery on the car. They got four different places it could be. <laughs> was it in the trunk the germans put it under the passenger seat and you have to cut the carpet you have to take a razor what? knife and cut the carpet open it up there's a duct pull the duct out of its socket and then there's a battery underneath it and the battery uh, the battery is the same size as your semi truck no shit holy shit <laughs> so yeah oh. I, I pulled really that out, good. and I was like, my good hell. The Americans, they know what they're doing. We at least can get to the damn thing, but 
I, I will tell you though, that German vehicle, all the wiring was hand ran. I mean, it had leads that you could tell that a person put in there, not a, a robot like we have. So, I mean, quality, quantity, you know, I mean, the yeah. Ger- Germans have a neat vehicle, but I would never put one underneath the passenger seat. And there was plenty of room for a battery under the hood. That's what I didn't understand. Why there? Keep the battery warm? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, well, Misty had a, a Chrysler 300S, yeah. and the the motor in that thing was so damn big, they put the battery in the trunk, and I didn't know it. We're looking around, the, like, what the hell's the battery? You go on YouTube <laughs> to find the battery to the goddamn car, and it's in the trunk. Yeah. And they didn't have a spare tire, so if you got a, or is that this car? One of the cars didn't have a spare tire. Oh, Linda's doesn't. You you Maybe pop the spare, one. and it's got an air compressor and a can of fix-a-flat. I'm not shitting you. You're like, it doesn't even have a donut. <laughs> but it gets 60 miles to a gallon. There you, no kidding. There you go. There you go. Uh, all that weight. All that weight. Look at all that money you're saving. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, uh, no, I've just tried to live simpler and I've tried to slow down as well at work because if I think like I did when I was 25, I forget the steps. <laughs> That's the sad part. So now I just have to backtrack, think things through a little bit more. So, you know, I'm not putting anybody at risk. Yeah. Speaking of that, so, uh, needing you know overindulging and stuff like that um we went back to washington dc a couple of years ago and went to the thomas jefferson memorial and stuff and, they, and um this comes i and i wish i could remember to do this more often but you look up jefferson's 10 rules of life uh-huh. there's a lot of good there's a lot of good advice in there the one thing that sticks out to me is never spend your money before you have it oh yeah and that's the one that's and it was funny to me. That's like, I'm looking at it right now. It's not like I had this shit memorized, but I do know that one. That's number three on the list. <laughs> See, growing up, I was always told, don't ever live amongst your means. And when you're working, don't get your bills to exceed what you can make off unemployment. And I don't even know what unemployment is because I've never really claimed it. I think I claimed it for a month back when I was 18, 19 years old. But... Uh-huh. I guarantee I couldn't live off of it now. <laughs> That's the way times have changed. Yeah, good, good God, the housing market. Holy cow. Yeah, housing, food. I mean, I love a Five Guys burger and fries down there in Salt Lake. One of my favorite fast foods. You go in there, no, it's $9 and something cents for that burger. Now, you can go almost to a restaurant and get the burger. They just keep upping the prices on everything. Yeah. Crazy. That's, yeah, it's amazing what fast food costs now, too. We've been to a place, just Mr. Nine, the kid or whatever, and it's like 25, 30 bucks. Like, yeah. And then piss you off even more. The kid doesn't eat all her food, and that makes you fucking yeah. mad. Yeah, I'm one of those, <laughs> goddamn, we better wolf that before we go. And you're like, God, I, should, I don't need to be eating shit, but I, I, I got to eat it. Yeah. yeah. We, we were also, uh, kids that were eat everything that's on your plate when you're a kid now we have problems with obesity and stuff like that and you're like maybe we should just let the kid just finish and say he's done you know (laughs) you don't want your kid to be picky and i I understand parenting ways of let's uh make sure you eat that and you need to eat that but uh you don't need to finish your plate like we used to nope eat what's in front of you and eat it all well I'm not going to McDonald's and buying a six pack of chicken nuggets for her to eat one chicken nugget. No. no. <laughs> That's why dad gets the 20 pack. <laughs> Here, you want one? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> that, that place, man. That's about the cheapest place you could probably eat. And they don't even have a dollar menu, do they anymore? I haven't eaten at McDonald's Dude. forever. Yeah, I don't know. I think Wendy's, Wendy's still has a ninety-nine cent menu. Maybe they. I. I'm gonna. 
uh, they've got something. I don't know what it is, but they've probably got something. I don't go there very often. I think I do. you get the same thing. I think you were in on this when mm-hmm. the Burger King had 99 cent Whoppers. We lived down there in Salt Lake. I lived off goddamn Whoppers. It was anything you could do to gag them down. Can I get extra mustard, extra pickles, extra ketchup on that son of a bitch? But you'd go over there at 99 cent tonight, and we'll go buy some Keystone Lights rings for four ninety nine. <laughs> Sit in the probe. God, the only the, that might be, but I was telling you, the one I remember, I'll never forget that night we bought all those tacos. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! Awful. I woke up with the Taco Bell packet stuck to my face. Uh, I think we were on. Oh, I want to say Ty Glines and Dave Prue's couch up in Murray, Cottonwood. Yeah, Murray Cottonwood area. I don't remember that part of it. I just remember us. That was a that was a bad night. That Taco Bell tacos. We ate a shit ton of them, and all I know is they smelled like Taco Bell for quite a while. Yeah, we also got into a fight that night uh, and got a gun pulled on us too. Oh, that was Mr. Great. David Prue talked <laughs> us out of that. Good thing us Basin boys were ready to rumble until that gun came up. You're like, ah, oh, what did we yeah. do? And I that you know that was a turning point for me. I realized we weren't bulletproof. We were going down to State Street picking fights, and because we're from the basin, you know, and I realized that there is something bigger out there than just us, you know. Yeah, I remember that guy just pulled that pistol up in the window. He didn't point it at us. He just kind of like, yeah, he just pulled it up, held it, like, "Hey guys, look what I've got," and you're like, "Okay." I I don't even know. I don't remember what we said to him. I don't either. Moderately illegal to do that. Brandishing a firearm. <laughs> yeah. Needless to say, we're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, we did have some tough yeah. boys in that car, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody was bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> no, look at us now. We're all old and somebody else is tougher than us. One thought he could fly, the other thought he was bulletproof. They were both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, Jason Oster, I don't want to take all your time up for the evening. You got a football well, game. I got to go in and uh, get some stakes on. Yeah, you got some editing to do. Excuse my poor lack of uh, cell phone uh, service down here in the basement. You know what? It the still works. from the basement. Yeah. Well, I'd say call me on your landline, but uh, nobody has landlines anymore. <laughs> oh. Yeah, landlines in the Pony Express were all kind of went out. Yeah. Holy shit. Exactly. Uh, they got a fax machine here. You want me to fax you something while we're at it? Well, that's what the outhouse <laughs> is. I'm sending you a fax. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Uh, is there anywhere that uh, you want people to find you, Mr. Osler? Oh, they can find me on your connections through your podcast. Uh, there you go. I think you put it up there. Okay. Find me if, if you know me. Find me if we're already friends. We're friends. If not, flip me the bird. Find me up. Flip me the bird. Flip friends. Stop by and say hi. Be a friend. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well. So, cool, buddy. Good to talk to you. I'll uh, we'll be out next weekend. We'll be out for Christmas. Maybe we'll do a live version. God, we'll get to hear him out of the basement, huh? Oh Lord, I was. Hey, that was a good one, man. Jason did the podcast from the basement for the Uinta basement. Yeah, from the basement to the basement. All right, buddy. Love you to death. Okay. Okay, take care, man. All right. Say dog, I said hi. I will. Thank you, sir. Bye. Bye. All right. So, finish up another episode. Added out some uh, bad quality telephone use. Um, you can find me at uinta underscore basement. On the IG. You can also find me at Facebook. On the Uinta Basement Podcast. Right there is all the credentials on that page. To get a hold of me on other formats. So. With that being said. This is episode number 36. 
Everybody out there, thank you for being here tonight. Travel safely. And we'll see you next week. I'm out of here.